Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Champagne Wives podcast. I'm your host, Kelly. And I'm your co-host, Nicole. Hey, Kel. Hi, boo. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. It feels good to be back. So happy to be back. It's yeah. a special, special, special night. It and we is. have a special episode planned. We do. Joining us today, all the way from Montreal, Canada, we have Anwar White, a dating coach for smart and successful women of color and host of the Get Your Guy podcast. Anwar provides black and brown women with actionable advice, tips, and strategies that they can implement in their own love life so they can date effectively and level up in their love life. And who does not want to do that? Level up. If you're single and you're hearing Anwar's name for the first time, y'all get familiar because this guy gives tea on understanding men, on how to heal your heart, and increase your emotional quotient. Welcome, Anwar. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for Thank being you for joining, here. Joining us. We've been watching you for a while now, your videos. We go back and forth. We share the videos yeah. all the time. We do. We're like, do. look at this. Look at this. Uh, you have um, just captured my heart. You have captured the hearts of hundreds of thousands. Um, and a lot of people are probably just really getting hip to game because of social media and your TikTok explosion. But you've been doing this for a while, haven't you? I have. I've been doing this for about 13 years. So um, mm. I first started because I had gone and gotten my MBA from an Ivy League institution. And then I would reach out to all my girlfriends. And I was like, you know, obviously catching up with them. And, you know, they had the great job. They had the great home. They were vacationing a lot. But the love life was not giving what it was supposed to give. And me being the type A person that I am, I was always like, girl, like, let's get this situated. And so I literally took right. over their love lives. And before I knew it, within a couple of months, they were in relationships. And with a couple within a couple of years, they were either engaged or married. And that's when I was like, okay. I'm tired of managing billion dollar budgets and fashion. I'm going to do this. And that's when I started really doing it. Okay, so these uh, this advice that you are giving women, this is tried and true. This is tested and approved. This is not just, hey, I read this in a book. These are these are tried and true and uh, true life experiences that you're able to give people tea on. We love it. We love it. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I've I've helped thousands of black and brown women get their forever guy, and so. I've seen it all. I've coached it all. Nothing surprises me at this point. Yeah. Perfect. I think it's even worked for one of us, right? Like, didn't we take Anwar's? We did. With I say we, we I mean did. you. Because clearly, Anwar, I am married. <laughs> but anyway, she took your advice on, what was it, dating apps? I did. I yeah. did. I um. I was on one of your lives one time. This is what happens when social media goes right. When you yes. stalk and you listen and you you subscribe and you like and you follow and then you listen and the advice works. So yes, yes I um, met my forever guy um, on an app uh, that you had recommended. You recommended, yeah. And I have a question about the apps, but we'll get there, but that yeah. you had recommended. I sent that, actually, I, I sent that clip to a couple of my friends. Mm -hmm. I sent it to her. I mm -hmm. sent it to another girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Like, I that's was, right. You, I was sending it. You I, were sending it, it out. You're like, to I my friends. I sent it to everyone. I was just like, watch this. 
did, did. Um, and, you know, that was just off of the apps. But the work that you do with with women, can you please like tell our audience, because welcome to the Champagne Wives podcast. Most of our listening base is female um, and some are wives, some are aspiring wives, some are former wives that want to be wives again. Um, will you kind of speak a little bit to the services that you offer and the type of work that you do in a little bit more detail for folks in our audience? Yeah. So I always I always tell people that my job is really focused on making sure that the women that I work with are becoming the women that are ready for the best relationship of their lives. Mm -hmm. And it's it's never about the guy. I mean, the guy is like the cherry on top, but that's not mm -hmm. that's not what I'm here to do, because you can literally lower your requirements, standards, expectations today and get a boyfriend mm -hmm. tomorrow. Right. So that's not really what it's mm -hmm. about. It's about something greater. It is about, mm -hmm. you know, learning how to set boundaries. And especially if you're a woman of color, you, we don't grow up with boundaries if you're black. So you actually have to learn how to set boundaries because if you don't yeah. boundary well, you won't date well and then you won't get into great relationships. And, you know, mm -hmm. I, I help my clients learn how to be vulnerable and share their feelings again. That's not mm -hmm. something that is welcomed or celebrated for many of our households. Right. So we actually have yeah. to learn how to do that and feel safe and have the emotional confidence to be able to do so, right? Mm -hmm. I, I teach my clients how to be in their feminine energy. And it's not ironic that some gay guy is telling women how to be in their feminine energy. <laughs> but right. um, that's important if you want a masculine, energetic man. And most of the women that I talk to do. So we actually, you know, mm -hmm. relationships are about compliments. They're about the yin and the yang. And so yeah. it's really important for us to be able to heal some of those inner child wounds that Mm -hmm. have required us to be in our masculine energy and learn how to be in our feminine energy, how to lead with feelings, how to be mm -hmm. patient, right? When things are not <laughs> ideal. Um, that's right. what it's all about. Hmm. Yeah. It, I mean, that is so true. And we talk about that a lot on our podcast, just again, being able to set boundaries confidently, mm -hmm. um, really, uh, finding the power in our own voice, healing, right, from childhood traumas and adult traumas alike, mm -hmm. because I've had a host of adult traumas <laughs> that I still have to heal from. Um, so we always talk yep. about just that journey of healing mm -hmm. um, that, you know, will allow us to show up in our most, not only authentic selves, like in the most authentic way in which we want to show up, but also be able to operate in more of a softer energy, mm -hmm. um, just not only for our partners, but I mean, obviously for ourselves, right. because, you know, when you're carrying so much of that weight and anger or whatever the issues are on you, I mean, it just, it takes a, a toll on you mm -hmm. mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally. And so um, we are called the Champagne Lives Podcast. We <laughs> call that for a reason, obviously. We, I mean, we talked about just aspiring to be the best version of ourselves, but there also is a certain um, aesthetic mm -hmm. and brand <laughs> that we, we want to put out there. And so one of the clips that you talked about um, on TikTok was about pretty women. And you said <laughs> that pretty women have the hardest time dating. Now, I want her. <laughs> I I want you to talk a little bit about that because uh, you said that women, so typically a woman who is a nine or better, uh, tend to want to date equal to themselves or above. Mm -hmm. So if they, if they are a nine, they didn't want a nine or a 10, mm -hmm. right? And you said men on the opposite of that tend to date down. So if a man is a nine, he'll go and settle for like a six or a seven. Mm -hmm. So what should 
pretty women do to get and attract a man that she wants and or desires. And is attracted to. That's and important. is attracted. That's a big one right there. And who, yeah, she's attracted to. Yeah. So you've done your research because I literally just put that video out not too long ago. Literally, you did. We like to prep. Honey, it was like yesterday, honey, y'all doing your research. We're saying some more. Not playing any We were lying. Um, no. Nope. So here's the thing, and I, I'm going to get a lot of flack for this, but it is what it is. And I don't think I'm on mm. here because you, I think you want me to tell the tea. So here's what I know. Do. <laughs> um, people don't know their value in the marketplace. And mm. I put that video out and 80% of the people in the comments said, oh, I'm a nine and that's why I'm having issues with finding or being like, you know, successful in dating. And mm -hmm. the T is like, I, my undergrad is in statistics. And so everything is on a bell curve. So you have to understand that 70% of people are between a three and a seven. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So, I don't think we thought the numbers were that low. Right. <laughs> no, but this is important. And the reason I say that is because a lot of women overestimate like where they are in the marketplace. And this is not me shading mm -hmm. people. This is me saying, mm -hmm. honey, if your girlfriend is telling you a 10, you're probably an eight. And if your girlfriends are telling you that you're an eight, you're probably a six in the market because oh. it is based on the perception of you. Mm -hmm. Guess what, yeah. girl? Yeah. And here's the yeah. thing. In my head, I thought it was a, I thought it was an eight. And then when I got real with myself in the in I, I might be a straight eight, but I'm a gay six because everybody's a model in the gay community. So I have to deal <laughs> with where I was and what I was in the marketplace. And I'm saying all of this because women will often overestimate their short-term mm. attraction, but also mm. underestimate the attraction of men. Like, so I, I use the two. So if I'm really a six, people, a woman might think that she's an eight. And if a guy is really a six, a lot of women will actually put him into a four category. And so mm. This is about actually realizing that. And so you'll never talk to the four because you think that you're so much better than him. When in reality, mm -hmm. many of you all, and uh, this is coming from an attraction kind of pers perspective. Right. Here, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, you kind of need to give them a chance. That's why when I talk to my clients, I tell them, when you're on the app, I want you to swipe on what you consider fives and sixes. And this is mm -hmm. especially true for black and brown women, because oftentimes what will happen because there wasn't a lot of emotional availability in our households, we will over-index mm -hmm. in the physical and into intellectual connection. With, with you're onto something, you're onto something. the emotional <laughs> connection, which you will never be mm -hmm. able to actually evaluate until you get to know someone. Uh, in that yeah. video, I talked about evaluating people from a pie rating. This is what I talked to my clients all about. Mm -hmm. Everyone's, when you're on the apps, it's really, is he hot or not? right? Is he fine? Mm. And girl, fine doesn't take you to, you know, you know, the doctors when you're in your 60s and 70s, right? Mm. And biologically speaking, chemistry fades within 18 months. That's a biological fact. That's why you see a lot of people divorcing and breaking up after a year and a half to two years, because that, that mm. was their foundation. So that is why I'm like, you got to figure out, like, you want to give 
five to what you consider tens a chance and may the best man win like the hunger games right because here's the thing <laughs> what will happen is um chemistry can grow with time and a lot of mm -hmm. those fives become seven and eights and that six becomes an eight or a nine based on the intellectual and emotional connection that's happening right so that's why i say mm -hmm. you want to look at the pie p-i-e the physical the intellectual and the emotional connection so to answer mm -hmm. your question more directly this is about open, widening your net and seeing based on how they're showing up for you, what connection that you're feeling. Yeah, I think that takes a great deal of maturity mm. to accept that. And I, and I know you gave the, the, the pie model, but I think a lot of times when like, you know, people are on the apps, it's just it's quick. You mm -hmm. have, you're like you're scrolling, you're you might be like laying in the bed, it's late at night and you're just like really quick swipe with left swipe right exactly mm -hmm. swiping this is just what i i i guess i imagine mm -hmm. um so it's difficult i think it could be difficult to just take that time to right. really dig deeper because then you would have to go into like i don't know maybe reading a little bit more in their profiles maybe getting understanding of like who they are mm -hmm. what they do maybe what they deem as important mm -hmm. to them at, you know in their lives and just and making a decision right. from that but i just would imagine that it would be very difficult, like mm -hmm. within like, I guess a couple of seconds when you're swiping yeah. to make that assessment. I agree. I feel like the apps are designed for that, that initial kind of physical reaction yeah, that exactly. you would get when you see somebody and what you've described is not what the apps are designed to do. So if you want to be successful or at least increase your chances of being successful, it sounds like you really need to think about exactly what you described and and expand, right? Someone who's a four or someone who's a five. Well, ne never a four, girl. Never a four. Never a four, girl. Okay. <laughs> girl, four brings you down to one. Okay. Four brings you down to one. So what was it? Wait, let me just respond to what you all are saying. It's, it's yeah. not difficult. It's just different, right? This is the mm. difference between you know, shopping online versus shopping in the store. Shopping in the store, mm -hmm. you're gonna try a lot of things on for size and see how it feels. That's all I'm asking you yeah. to do with these apps mm -hmm. and engaging with new and different people versus just looking, you know, scanning the page of 12 different items on the website mm -hmm. and then saying, mm -hmm, I guess, I don't know, right? I'm just saying, go into yeah. the store, try some things out, see what feels good and what doesn't feel good. Okay. Yeah. And I think that's a reality on where that a lot of people are not willing to face. Like if they think that they're a 10 or a nine on more, they're not willing to accept that they are a six <laughs> or a seven. I'm just put that out there. But that's a new concept. It it is, but um it is real. <laughs> it's like it is what it is. It it's real. Because here's the thing. Um to that point of my video, a guy that is a nine is going to be engaging mm -hmm. with nines, eights, sevens, and sixes, and some fives. And what will happen, and this is this is the case for any guy that's over a five, he's going to explore all of his options. And even if you're mm -hmm. on quote unquote his level, um, he will often go for the woman that is going to be pursuing him more and oftentimes will mm -hmm. give him sex quicker. Right. Mm -hmm. So, and you said the lower the number, yeah, there's a possibility that the sex might be offered sooner. Oh, of course. 
Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what they say about like like married men. Like that was the saying. Like married men cheat. Like if you have a man have, could have like a really beautiful wife mm -hmm. and then go goes and cheats with like a six, like mm -hmm. someone who people deem as like less attractive right. than the person that he's like actually mm -hmm. married yeah. to. So I mean that's proof. I mean that's I mean mm -hmm. talk to all of the women, the black stars out there. Most of them have all been cheated mm -hmm. on. Right. Yeah. And it's not, mm -hmm. yeah. it has nothing to do with their attraction level. This has more to right. do with yeah. guys. Guys, I just did a video about this. Guys cheat because either they feel super powerful and have a God complex or they mm -hmm. feel powerless. Right. Like, mm -hmm. meaning like either a, a woman has emasculated them with their masculine energy, or if a woman makes more than him, he has a higher probability of cheating. But I was, mm -hmm. I was saying, one of the ways that you want to figure out if a guy is cheating or not is based on what I call his novelty quotient. What does that mean? Mm -hmm. It means it's his ability to have new things. So I am always recommending ask guys about their goals and if they've attained them or not, right? Because mm -hmm. a guy is, he'll be focused on his goals, which will make him feel good and make him feel mm -hmm. of value. But if he has no goals and many of these brothers and men will not, right? When you mm -hmm. ask them, please understand that at some point he's going to feel stagnant and he's not, he's going to feel inadequate. And when a man feels that way, he's going to cheat. doesn't even mm -hmm. matter if he's happy in the relationship or not. Really? So mm -hmm. This is one novelty is very important. This has been uh, like completely proven through research. The other thing mm -hmm. is when you're having an agreement or disagreement with him, if he automatically says you're wrong without even mm. hearing your ideas, perspect new perspectives or opinions, again, he's not growing. He's not taking mm -hmm. in anything new. So at some point he is going, he's going to feel stagnant because he's closed off to everything and he's not growing. Mm -hmm. A man has to mm -hmm. self-actualize to be fully in a relationship. And when he, mm -hmm. when he's not self-actualized, he will find that actualization in other things, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Temporary gratification. Ooh, what I said, that Anwar gives tea in that understanding men, y'all. <laughs> that's exactly what this is. Right. Oh my gosh. That's a lot to unpack. That's a lot to unpack. That is a lot to unpack. Ooh, okay. It makes complete sense. It does though, it does. So Anwar, uh, a question. You mentioned um, that you were a statistics major or are a statistics major for from an Ivy League learning institution. Uh -huh. We love to see it. Um, and want to ask you a question about stats. Um, the stats for women of color, specifically black women who are looking to date within their race, um, it, based on the, one of the TikToks that you had recently, simply put, the math ain't mathing. If we well, want to date black mathing, men, right? Um, but it's not mathing if we want to date in our race. It's just unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Right. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. And the uh, math is right. The, the math, math is right. It's adding just, up. Right. It's just, it, 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 it makes me tear up, to be honest. Um, so talk to us about that. And what advice do you have for our listeners who aren't attracted to men outside of their race, but have to deal with the stats and the reality of the stats? <laughs> so yes, I am a stats major. And I look at love and dating and relationships, both quantitatively and qualitatively. And the true tea is that there are a lot of Black women that are just looking for Black men. Yeah. And I'm letting you know that when you do that, 
you are making it seven times harder for you to find your person. <sighs> seven times? Seven times seven harder. And the, I, I, I go through that in the video, but basically, right, if it's just Black men and we're just talking about the U.S., it's only 13% of the population. So you're already eliminating nine out of 10 guys right there almost, right? Wow. And when you incorporate wow. incarceration, unemployment mm -hmm. or underemployment, gay, <laughs> um, <laughs> you are literally looking at one out of 50 men that are just viable for a potential relationship. Black mm. men. You said one out of 50 one for clarification? 50, right? Five zero, not one five. Correct. <laughs> five now zero. If we, okay. Now, if we put on top of that, what I call the talent and tenth, which is what a lot of women are looking for, graduate mm -hmm. degrees, six figures, six pack, right? Six, over six feet tall. You're all probability the goes from seven times harder to 35 times harder. One out of 250, wow. I believe. Right? Wow. wow. So when you tell me that I can't find a man, I probably know why if you're just focused on Black men. And I'm not even taking into account if that guy's checking for you or not. Mm -hmm. And like, okay. that's the thing too. No, that's right. that's, that, thing that's like one out of three. <laughs> oh, so Jesus. So so this is just for African American men. So what about like other black men, like African men, men from different countries, maybe European, African because men. we're hearing I like it's a different story. European. Like so yeah. That, so this doesn't include like all black men. That is just here statistically US of A mm -hmm. African American black men. Okay. This okay. is correct. But here's okay. the thing, ladies, right? <laughs> it's not significantly <laughs> different. I have clients all around the world. Okay. Yeah. If I talk to any of my clients in London, girl, they're saying the same exact thing. Yeah. Oh, so wow. it's really important to just understand that I think we're trying to find some pocket of amazing Black men, like they're all in one room or, right, or mm -hmm. one country. It's just, I'm not saying that there are no black men. I'm just saying it's harder, right? So right. If you want to do that, girl, live your life. Do you. Yeah. But also realize the path that you are going on to. So that's one. Yeah. You asked about women that are intimidated or maybe don't want to engage with non-black men. Mm -hmm. And to that, I say, I think it's important to understand that a lot of things have changed. Social media, exposure, that, you know, just like all Black women are not a monolith, not all mm -hmm. Hispanic or white men are a monolith as well, right? And a lot of times we are conditioned to um, be attracted to Black men because that is what we grew up around. Just like, girl, if you mm -hmm. were born in China, you'd probably be living for Chinese men right now, right? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not playing with you today. I mean, that's, that's really the tea, girl. So what I'm saying is <laughs> this is an exposure thing because the pushback yeah. I get, I'm not attracted to them. Well, one, girl, it's because of your surroundings and your conditioning. And mm -hmm. two, there's something called kind of um, trauma attraction. So we're often attracted to mm -hmm. the kinds of people and the archetypes that have actually created trauma in our lives. That's why sometimes... Oh, wow. 
Wow. Sometimes when you've, if you've ever had like a boy that was a bully in school, there was a little mm -hmm. bit, a tinge of attraction when it came to that, even though, right? This is part of it, right? And so yeah. please understand that. I, I think a lot of women are thinking, oh my God, these, these white men are going to hang me. I'm like, girl. White boy winter. <laughs> white boy winter, apparently. It, it most definitely is. That is what I say, most definitely. Because <laughs> I want you, I want Black women to open up their net. Mm. I know that yeah. there are non-Black men that are checking for Black women. But the gag is that most Black women don't understand that actually non-Black men are checking for them because non-Black men flirt differently than Black men do. Black mm, men are yeah. very overt mm -hmm. and in your face and like looking you up and down and licking their lips and doing all of that, right? <laughs> girl, I've been, a, I, girl, I, I've seen it. Right, so please understand that. Me out today. <laughs> what What did you say? So I said you're taking me out today. But I, the, a question that I have though is, by rank, which races are checking for black women more than the other? Because I'm I'm guessing since white boy winter is upon us, um, that that's probably the race, the number one race that's checking for black women. But like, is there? A, there's so many like levels like of white. Like it'd be. Italian, European. I'm just saying white. I mean, okay, I'm not so breaking down. Here's what, I'm not breaking here's down. Here's what I tell the girls. I tell them they're, okay, so to answer your question, I always, uh, the research says based on response rates on apps that black women will be mm -hmm. responded at a higher rate from Middle Eastern men and then black mm -hmm. and Hispanic and then white mm -hmm. and Asian. Right. And it and it's like kind of really? significant. Yeah. I think it's like Middle Eastern, it's like a 40% response rate. And then black and Hispanic That's it's shocking. like 36, 37% rate. Huh. And then white, it's an Asian, it's like 31%. Right. Um, mm. and so I think it's important to understand that like mm, the top two are not so so much significant, but you also have to understand that there are almost five times as many white men. So even if you take a third mm. of those white men, it's still going to be more than all the black guys out there. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's true. All you want. Yeah. Yeah. It goes, yeah. yeah. It goes back to what you were saying about just like opening yourself up, even mm -hmm. like, again, dating someone who's not necessarily a nine, but kind of going down to a seven or a six maybe and, and getting mm -hmm. to see if there's an emotional connection there. Um, I will also add to like, just, I don't know. Black men seems to be like a commodity right now. So it's not only like black women who want to date black men, but it seems like women of just all races. Everybody does. Everybody try. seems to like want to date a black man. And mm -hmm. so I don't know if it's just, I mean, you know, obviously my, my dad is black. I'm, mm -hmm. That's just what I've been attracted to. I'm married to a black man, but I don't know. I think for now for the girlies that are dating. So I just think, I don't know if it's a trend. I don't know, again, I don't know if it's just something that like, again, as black women that like we're just attracted to as all, as are a multitude of women. But when you also think about just your statistics and your numbers of just like available black men who have mm -hmm. like the good looks, the six pack, the six figures, you have to also factor in those ones that date outside of the race and who don't necessarily date black women mm -hmm. as well, which I, probably takes the, the pool down to like mm -hmm. a smaller, a, a, I mean, a real smaller size, but I think that's something to think about because I never thought about it from like that perspective on like why black women are so attached to 
black men and only dating black men. And as, when you see other women, mm -hmm. like, you know, out there competing with a black women for black men, you just think like, oh, yeah, they're just a vibe. Like mm -hmm. they're sex. They're the sexiest. They're the strongest. Are, they're, are. Yeah. <laughs> they're the best. <laughs> the very. But I mean, it's true Hunger Games out there. Like yeah. you said, it's truly the Hunger Games because not only are and we shouldn't be competing. But at the end of the day, you know, when it comes to finding your forever guy, it, it is it is a competition if we're going to speak realistically. But you are not only competing against women who, you know, look like you, but you're also competing against Latinas, Middle Eastern women, um, Asian women, uh, white women. I mean, all women, all women, all, all lives matter. Like all lives matter. That's why. Yes. Sisters, Sapient Wives podcast, listeners, friends, whatever. Open up your yeah, mind. You have yeah, to. you have to. You have to. I feel to. like in, in this day. And the Internet makes it so much easier, in my opinion, mm -hmm. to be able to, like, meet people from outside of just, like, your your stratosphere mm -hmm. of, of, of like the people that you're just used to hanging around with. So yeah. take advantage, I guess, of all like the tools and the resources that we have available now to like connect us to mm -hmm. people um, from different communities. Agreed. Yeah. Most definitely. So, just to your point, with, I just want to say something that I think okay. is really important, which okay. is that um, those guys that you talked about, those black guys, talented temp that I call, um, they're getting a quarter of them are getting married to non-black women. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you also have to understand that black women are marrying black men at a rate of 93%. I mean, so there is a loyalty that's not necessarily being reciprocated, which I think is very mm -hmm. important to understand. And a lot yep. of the community actually gaslights Black women into thinking that they have to do this to keep mm -hmm. the race going. Please understand that any baby that you have is going to be Black. <laughs> so you don't mm -hmm. have to necessarily be with a Black man. But I'm saying all of this because um, ultimately, there aren't enough Black men out there, literally. For every 100 Black women, there are only 88 Black men. So if everybody wants to have a partner, people are going to have to mm -hmm. find other kinds of men. There just mm -hmm. aren't enough. Yeah. 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 So it's a math to thing. understand and think about, right? Yeah. yeah. So for all of our single girlies who don't necessarily want to date online and use the apps to find love how are they able to date offline where can they go what can they do to meet eligible single men and can you kind of like tell us some of the pros and the cons of dating offline mm -hmm. as opposed to dating online it's a good question yeah no problem so um I'm always of the mindset that we should be dating both online and offline and have an abundance of dating opportunities and asking friends for setup and, and setups and things like that. In terms of offline dating, I think it's really important that you actually have to get out of your house. A lot mm -hmm. of the girls are working from home and trying to date from home and thinking that it's going to be delivered at their home and that's not the case. So you have to get <laughs> out. And I say get out at least twice a week. 
one specifically focused on your passion, whatever those things are. Um, another one focused on being social, right? Um, mm -hmm. This is really important. Uh, in terms of where to meet them, I'm less concerned about where to meet them because you can meet a great guy anywhere. I think, but I do think it's important that um, you focus on places where there is what I call an invisible velvet rope, right? You do not want to be engaging with men in the wild. Guys that are going to be focused and approaching you in places where you have to go, like a, like a grocery store, um, mm -hmm. a gas station where you're living your life, those guys are not guys that you want to be in interacting with. You want to interact with people at conferences, right? You want to interact with people in like more intimate house parties. You want to interact with people at different sorts of museums, right? Again, a velvet rope where not everybody is going to be there. Do mm -hmm. not give life to these guys that are trying to pick you up at the mall, girl. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that it. So like... 1990 something like, yeah i can't even the math was not mathing in my head no, but i'm like I know. that was so like when i was 16 years old <laughs> don't do like, it so high school well and but, but i'm know, serious I, because yeah. here's the thing guys that are approaching you in those sorts of environments are wildly unserious mm. right the guys that are approaching you in those sorts of environments are doing it for a game and a challenge and an ego mm -hmm. their job the, what they want to do is get seven or eight numbers a day and then yeah. they're going to have 50 numbers at the end of the week. And they're, they're, they're just going to go down the list and see who yeah. they can have sex with. Mm -hmm. Throw spaghetti right. at would, the wall. Would you say the same thing about meeting someone in the <clears throat> club? What are your thoughts there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's question. not 100%. Maybe you can put right. the 80-20 rule to it. But most of the mm -hmm. time, they are wildly unserious, too. Because mm -hmm. guess okay. what? A guy that is in his relationship-ready mode is not out on a Friday night. He, mm -hmm. on a Friday night, he is working on his side hustle or business, or he is going right. to bed early because Saturday morning, he's going to go to Home Depot because he bought his home and he wants to do his own sort of mm -hmm. repairs on it. Mm -hmm. I know that's right. And you know, you asked about where, mm -hmm. my question is really going to be about when and um, taking it back to the apps, you did have a um, really interesting TikTok that you posted maybe a week ago about um, the Super Bowl of dating. Can you tell our lady listeners what you were, what, you, what did you mean by that? Help them understand the timeline because you said now's not the time to try and find a man or to attract wow. a man. No, talk to us talk to the people anwar please well uh yes again well-researched ladies love that <laughs> um don't be on the apps in december mm -hmm. don't be on the apps in december because the guys that are about something anything are not going to be apping mm -hmm. they're going to be busy wrapping up q4 mm -hmm. and they're going to be busy you know getting presents and shopping and travel and family, especially in the second half of December, they should be present with their family and their friends. And if they're not, those are not the guys that you want to be with anyway. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's number one. Number two, I call the Super Bowl of dating, online dating specifically, the first two to three weeks of January. So all of my clients right now, 
they're taking a break on the apps because we're juicing up for those first two to three weeks of January. That's why mm -hmm. most, like a good chunk of my clients will get into relationships at the end of March and April because they've maximized that time. And it is because mm -hmm. everyone is in their new year's resolution mindset and, you yeah. know, everyone's in the gym, but also everyone's yeah. on the apps because they want to find love in, in the next year. Yeah. Right. And so um, it's going to be important because you're going to have 40, 50% more people on the apps, especially that first Sunday of the year. That <laughs> is the time that most people will have an online profile for the entire year. So you yeah. want to be online when that happens because the people, and it's not going to last forever because people are going to get tired of the apps mm -hmm. and in two to three weeks, they're going to be out. So you want to, mm -hmm. because the people that are on the apps, gym, that for Super Bowl, those first two to three weeks, the new people aren't necessarily people that would normally be on apps. Mm -hmm. So they're going to be a whole new fresh kind of blood, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? new meat um, mm -hmm. for you to explore and hunt, right? So you want to maximize that as much as you can. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Because I mean, I, I was just listening to my girlfriends talk about like being on the dating apps. It just seems like I guess when you get to like mid to end of the year, like the same people, the same few people are on like all of the apps. Mm -hmm. So that's a really good tip and yeah. trick for our listeners to know to gear up. Get your pictures ready. Mm -hmm. Get your little profile get bio. The black and white. Yeah, yes. Smiling. Get your stuff ready so you can create hobby. your profile. <laughs> Beginning of January. Yeah. And I have one last question because I know you have to go. But this is just for my girls who have been single for a really long time, um, who just have kind of hit like a funk with dating, haven't been able to really meet people or get into a relationship, how do they get back into the market without getting discouraged? Yeah, so one of the things that I think is really important to understand is there are specific numbers to dating. And based on just the work that I've done, 97% of the guys that you meet, you will never have a third date with, right? Why do I say this? I say this because most of the time, a lot of women are starting and stopping, which kills all of your dating momentum. And it is because we often get triggered while we are dating. Dating brings up all of our ish, just like parenting. I have three kids of my, of my own. Anyone that's a parent knows that mm -hmm. you're getting triggered all the time and dating Every is the same time. way. The way for you to help find your person is to actually really continue, if you are, doing the healing work so mm. that the stuff that happens actually doesn't affect you, right? Mm. Because what's happening is you're getting, a lot of women are getting upset because it's not happening or some guy has done something. And we want to get to the point where what these guys are doing doesn't mean anything and that you have your eyes on the prize, ultimately. Mm. We want to focus on connection and friendship. A lot of women are focused on getting a husband and that is how they're evaluating guys on apps. And they are trying to, they're focused on what they've kind of idealized it to be versus mm -hmm. what it can be. Mm -hmm. And I literally get at least two or three women into relationships every week. And after they get into relationships, I ask them, is this your type? Is this someone that you would normally have gone for? 95% of the time they say no. Mm -hmm. 
doesn't look the way that they wanted it to look, but it feels the way that they've always wanted it to feel. Mm. This yeah. is important here because guess what? I want people to date in the way that date for the next 30 or 40 years, mm -hmm. meaning the person that is gonna really hold you down, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Safety, security, all of those things, instead of the hot guy that you can hook up with, right? Mm -hmm. that, 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 is what I, that is the message that I wanna send out to all the listeners. Mind blown, <laughs> mind blown. Um, this is just like the tip of the iceberg. It is, yeah. Tip of the iceberg. I have a follow-up question, but I know you have. I know. Okay, give me the follow-up question. I'll I'll stay on for a couple more minutes, and then I okay I'm hit it. But, but that doesn't mean to like ignore red flags, right? So Never let's say that. like okay. So, but is there does there come a certain point in time where? I mean, no one's perfect, right? So do you have to just make a list of like things that are like your non-negotiables or like the red flags that you can't bypass and then maybe some maybes and then some like, okay, like this is not really an issue for me. Mm -hmm. So like, what does that process look like? Because I think a lot of women misconstrue like just a difference uh, to like a red flag, right? Mm -hmm. It may just be like a difference, a difference right. in personalities, but they, they you know, chuck it up to be like a, a, a red flag stop. in a relationship. Exactly. Most guys don't do things to hurt women. They are, they literally do things that have been successful with women in the past and it mm -hmm. might not actually just jive with you. For example, mm -hmm. I like flowers. So my partner gets me flowers every two weeks, right? <laughs> yeah, there are some you, girls yeah. that don't like it, right? right. So it's uh, it's really important to set boundaries, mm -hmm. right, for the things that you don't like. I you're, you're never going to hear me talk a lot about red flags because I don't really believe in them because mm. red flags is something that is is focused on the exterior, and especially for women of color and Black women you've got to check in with yourself and figure out how it feels and really get in tune with your, with your intuition. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it's mm -hmm. not about what's happening on the outside because the next woman that might not affect her, right. Mm -hmm. Just based on her lived experience, but you've got to mm -hmm. know what affects you and honor that. Yeah. yeah. So that's how I think about like red flags or not, but the way that I think about kind of, and this is what I, I talk with my, with my clients about You've got to get really clear on what your needs are, not your mm -hmm. wants, things that actually correlate with the successful relationship outcome. And mm -hmm. the way that I help my clients figure that out is you've got to figure out like whatever the things that you didn't get from your parents are your deeper relationship needs, right? Mm -hmm. Whether that is attention, nurturing, protection, respect of boundaries, encouraging yep. your talents, um, you know, unconditional love, consistency and dependability, life skills, basic hygiene, like those, those <laughs> are your deeper needs. No, you'd be surprised. You'd be yeah. surprised. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So um, the, that has to be the foundation because guess what? A lot of these girls are saying, yeah, I want him to be ambitious. But guess what, girl? If he's ambitious, his goals are going to be number one. You're going to be mm -hmm. maybe number mm -hmm. three because mm -hmm. he's yeah. be number two. Right. right. Oh, I want him to be funny. Guess what? There are a lot of toxic and narcissistic guys out there that are very charismatic and really funny. Yep. Now mm. what? Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah. Well, Anwar, um, like I said, this is tip of the iceberg. Yeah. This is, there's so much more that, that we can have, uh, so much more conversation that we can have and so many more questions that we have, but we want to be mindful and respectful of your time. Will you tell our listeners, because there's so many services that you offer and there's obviously so much benefit that this little episode can't even do justice to. So will you let um, our folks know if they want to work with you, um, how they can get in contact with you, how they engage with you and where they can follow you on all the socials? Yeah, no problem. So if you are interested in kind of just learning more about what I do, you can mm -hmm. definitely go to getyourguycoaching.com. That is mm -hmm. where you can book a consultation call with me if you're interested in working with me. But I also have free trainings. I have a podcast called the Get Your Guy Coaching Podcast. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you want to follow me on TikTok, I'm at, at datingcoachanwar, A-N-W-A-R. Perfect. Awesome. You guys follow him. I'm telling you, you will not be disappointed. It works. The program works. It works. <laughs> from what we've seen so far, yeah. it definitely works. And yeah. we are tried and true over here. So thank you so <laughs> much, Anwar, for join joining us. Mm -hmm. I, we really just appreciate you coming on to the show, talking to us, answering some questions, and engaging our listeners. Yes. Thank you so much, Anwar. Have a wonderful evening and happy holidays. Happy holidays. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for having me. Of course. Of thank course. you. Bye-bye. With Anwar. I feel like there's so many more questions. I know. I, I, I have like, them. You have them? I still have questions. I through mine, but I, I just feel like I wanted to ask more follow-up questions Ugh. to the answers that he was giving. Yeah. I love his quantitative I, approach mm, yes, to dating. Me too. me too. It definitely, like resonates and it makes a lot of sense mm -hmm. it does and i think when you think about dating it's an art it's an art but it's also a science yeah and the fact that he's able to bring the numbers so that we don't end up being disappointed um when things don't work out the way that maybe we would have hoped that they worked out um it's easier to understand and accept that yeah right? and so exactly. uh, like i had questions about Dating after divorce. Um, oh no! Going into twenty twenty four, rank the apps for women. Like, Wait, what are the apps oh, that they should be on? But listen, go follow him because yeah. he has all like this is all free game right now that he has yeah. on his TikTok. Yeah. Um, and that's how I was able to find my forever guy. Like, yeah. and a very nice guy. Like, checks off most, if not all, of the boxes. Everything that she I had. prayed for. Yeah. Yeah, that she had on her prayer list. So <laughs> she didn't even have to say Sierra's prayer. She did, she did Nicole's <laughs> prayer, did, okay? I and did. looked at Dr. Uh, not uh, Anwar's videos. I but did. Um, it was just such an amazing uh, episode. Yeah. And just such a pleasure to have him on. Really and hopefully, maybe in the future, we'll get him back for part two. Thank because I would sure. like to have him back on to ask some of the follow-up questions. Mm -hmm that you had mm -hmm. and also um, just kind of see what else he posts yeah. after yes. after we drop this episode. Absolutely, so. absolutely. Hope Go you guys enjoyed him. it as much as we did. Yeah, please. like, And let us know. And if there are questions that you have, um, drop us drop us a note, an email, you know, Champagne Wives Podcast. Send us a message on Insta. You know how to find us there. Um, we'll do our best to get them to him, but you can reach out directly. Um, yeah. So make sure you follow his, his handle, Dating Coach Anwar, yeah. on most of the socials. Yeah. But yeah, that's and if a you're wrap. looking for one-on-one -on -one coaching, coaching. He's up. the guy. He's the guy. He's yeah. the guy. There's a lot of folks out there, but you can tell he gives very honest 
realistic and thoughtful and, thoughtful and statistical yeah. information on how to be successful. Yeah. And, that, and that's important. Well, cheers to Anwar. I don't cheers have any champagne, Anwar. but cheers to Anwar. <laughs> Anwar. We'll see you all next week. Same time, same place. Bye, y'all. Bye.